Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the microtransaction criticisms. I spoke to what I saw were the three big criticisms. Uh, so if you want to catch that, go listen to that. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, I'm probably live right now, so come on in. If I'm not live, click the follow button. Uh, and I'm going to jump right into the questions. Thank you, uh, Hasso C for the brand new sub and Myopic for a, a two month resub. I appreciate you guys for the subs very, very much. Here's the thing I'm going to try to go through these questions quickly because as soon as I can get into the demo, uh, as soon as I can get into the demo, I'm going to chop the QA. Okay. Pixel Fister, thank you so much for the brand new Prime sub. A lot of folks have been using Prime on my channel. If you have Twitch Prime and you use it on my channel, thank you for doing that. All right. First question. Merkzo, is there any micro model you've ever thought could work but never has been implemented into a game? The model that I always thought was a good model is kind of like the one that ESO does where there's a whole like complimentary subscription service that runs alongside the game that is not required. Uh, I've suggested similar things for Destiny. The books in, in, in Fortnite do a very good job as well. It's essentially almost like a regular subscription fee. But you're not actually having to pay for it. It's complimentary. Destiny's close to it with the annual pass. You spend $35. There's this whole lane of free stuff that you get. And then on top of that, a complimentary endgame expanding, you know, drip feed of content runs alongside of it. So I think ESO is is is, is very close to a not a perfect model there it's it's good it has it has things about it that, that you could probably maybe take some issue with but overwhelmingly i've heard that the eso community is thrilled with that model they feel like it's very worth the money uh the annual pass i believe is getting to a better place they're 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 tweaking it so the free stuff and the and the complimentary stuff work better together because you get those level bumps for free but they want it to be a little bit more streamlined with the leveling and i think if they streamline the leveling you'll be more inclined to try out the new content because you need to be the higher level for the new content anthem's a question mark we don't know if a 60 dollars to get in everything after that is free okay and then there's micros in there for cosmetics that are also earnable there's a lot of ifs there okay we this may not work i don't know it's it's a it's a whole new world of subsidizing subsidizing and paying for a game as service like if it's this is something that we're playing for months and months and months there has to be a regular flow of revenue if they're giving us free updates expansions and content months down the line where is that coming from where is the money coming from it's going to come from the micros so there's a lot of question marks still how, how inviting is it going to be? How addicted is the player base going to be? How winsome will it be that they'll feel like, oh, I can spend, you know, five or ten dollars? I said earlier today, if they do a good job capturing a player base, I could see a lot of people in the second month, third month saying, I don't have to pay for any of this DLC. I typically would spend 20 bucks for an expansion. I'll throw $10 or $20 into the micro store. I'm not spending it on the DLC. I could, it, you see what I'm saying? People do that with uh, Fortnite. They're like, well, it's free, so I'll spend money in the micro store. They spend way more than 60 by the time it's all said and done. But in their mind, it's a game they're regularly playing. So that it's, it's, to them, it's, it's kind of like a new game every couple of months. And that's my thought on it. If you spend 60 on Tomb Raider or Horizon Zero Dawn or Spider-Man and you put it down after maybe two playthroughs and you never go back to it, the DLC costs money for those games as well, right? And then you never go back to it. If you're playing Anthem in two to three months, you're essentially getting 
you're getting not a new game, but an expanding game. So I could see people justify spending money in the microstore for that, because then you're sort of in a free format. You're in a free game format. You did spend 60 to get the game initially, but now you're not spending anything. So if you're having audio desync issues, just refresh. It's typically when you, your quality changes from high to low, the video and audio get desynced. Just refresh, it should fix it. Train 2929. I don't have the time to invest like some people do. Uh, so I enjoy on getting ahead with purchases to help in the process. Thanks for all you do. Oh, that's not a question. I mean, this I think is a uh, this is a, a a good a good point though, right? Some people may say that I I am willing to spend the money because I can't play as much as others, um, so I'm willing to spend the money. You just don't want. That's why I think the earn rate's the big question. I would I wouldn't mind if they could speak to this before the game launches. Hey. We've heard a lot of questions about the micro spending and the micro transactions. We want you to know here's where we see the earn rate falling on five hours of gameplay. Okay. And here's like the top dollar priced item. So in our mind, it would take you X number of hours to buy the top, the top dollar item. Like, I don't know if they're going to want to speak that specifically, but since they've been so transparent and and good to say it's only cosmetics they're only it's all they're all earnable and none of the future content will cost anything i could see them saying we need we need to speak clearly about the micros before the game launches and then a lot of the i think a lot of the the, the content creators and streamers would come out and praise it and say we think this is clear information we think this is fair some of them might say it's not fair i think they stand to look somewhat heroic here if they play their cards right they could say hey we know there's been a lot of speculation we know an image got people kind of worried we want to put those worries to rest I think they stand to earn a lot of trust and goodwill the demo needs to go well though I'm really really hoping they don't have the problems that they had if people can get it in play and that's why my video is hitting YouTube in like 45 minutes explaining how to do the combos if people can get it in play and experience the combos I believe the gameplay is fun and and addicting enough that they'll have people that are that are enjoying the game enough to say okay we like the game but what about the micros i so i still think people are going to be uh saying that uh Merkzo says do you think there's a remote possibility of the story paid DLC, whereas the DLC such as maps, titans, and weapons ET are free. I mean, the exact phrase from the GM of Bioware said, the ongoing delivery of content, features, and story are free of charge. It was a very encompassing statement. So no, I don't think there's a possibility they start charging us for story. Now, a year, okay, a year from now, they could say, okay, let's take a look at this model. Let's talk to the community. Let's say, hey, we, we want people to know we're, we're, we're thinking about new ways of, of expanding the universe. I don't think they want to do sequels. But a year from now, they, they could reassess and say something. But by then, I think it would be okay to say we want to kind of revamp the way we're the way we're doing this the same way that destiny was like we're not going to do $20 DLCs and season passes we're moving to an annual pass i i don't know again <clears throat> there's a lot of uh there's a lot of question marks everybody's saying that it's online so give me one second here i'm going to uh try to see if i can't go in did they open the servers early 
Milo says he's in. I don't think that that cannot be intentional. They made it live early. I don't know why they would have done that. We're not going to be able to do... I mean, I guess I could keep doing question and answer and just try and run some content while I take your questions. I don't want to not take your questions. Um, So let's reboot here and see if we can get in. Uh, Next question from Castaway says... uh, The servers have been turned off. Yeah, I'm not getting in. It gives you an error and then it connects you. Uh, When I got the error, I hit enter... Yeah, it looks like I'm getting in. Isn't it the same as last week? Did they let people in early? I don't understand why they would do that. Maybe just to maybe just to stagger it a little bit. I'll keep taking your questions and playing. I mean, there's not any new gameplay for you guys to see, so um How do I feel about the gun skins? Uh and do you think they'd be as big as armor packs? I think gun skins would be a cool way to make your armor match your guns um but i <clears throat> the gu- you don't see the guns right you don't see the guns as prominently as you see the character so i would i would say gun gun skins are uh are potentially i would think the gun skins would be less appealing to people than armor skins thank you for two months uh khrp14 for the resub thank you for keeping your prime sub so i am in and i am playing right now we'll see how long this lasts i don't know if this was an accident or if they're trickling people in uh t-funk says if you can earn everything and not have to engage with the microtransaction store which helps pay for more content um how will how will you help pay for more content would the hardcore get more for free while harping on the casual to pay for the content that pay less I don't necessarily think... Yeah, you can join me, Milo. I don't think you're going to run into this extreme where hardcore players are refusing try to run. I can't run. I feel like I got a little bit faster when I pushed in, though. No, you can't run. So I don't I don't know if, if there's going to be this big divide in the community where folks are like, hey... Um, I, 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 am I'm, I'm angry that you're not buying micros or I refuse to buy micros. You bet. You better do this. You better do that. I, I, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Um, I think you're going to have people kind of doing both. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you have people saying, I, uh, I would like, so I can only debt right now, Milo. I don't know if that's going to change your, uh, change your loadout. So I would think you're not going to have this sharp of a divide. I think you're going to have people that are willing to pay, willing people that are not willing to pay, and then uh, folks are... Let's just run public stuff, uh, Milo, so I don't have to get distracted, okay? I'll load it up and invite you. Fuzz Bounce. Do you think at some point then uh, the gaming community will have to accept the rise in the initial price for AAA games. AAA games are taking longer to develop with larger teams and offering more and more content. Um, I I don't know if we, we're ever ever, ever going to get to the point where we have to accept that they're gonna they're gonna like raise the price of of the initial cost. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't think I don't know if that's going to need to happen if the if the if the format can get off the ground. Right, if they can get it off the ground, I'm just gonna leave it on. Um, well, I guess we can. Pro- yeah, we can do hard. We can do hard. If they can, if they can get the game off the ground and get people to spend the extras, that really be 
becomes the question, okay? Can you get people to buy the extras? That, that to me, is the question. If the question is not, do I need to spend more money up front? I think the $60 entry price, we, we talked about this. Yes, it's live. I'm playing right now. Um, let me actually... Uh, let me actually change my title. Um, let's see here. Micro Q&A and demo is live. Um, so in, in, my, in my mind, I don't think the accessibility of the price point can, if you, if you raise it too high, you, your entry point into the game becomes more narrow. Oh, $100 for a game? Market research would probably tell you that your entry point's too narrow. People won't buy the game. $60 is more of a, oh, I can do that every once in a while, right? Like, that's, I don't know. I feel like that's a more accessible price point, And that's going to play a, I think that's going to play a huge role in, in the, in the future of gaming is you can't raise the price too much. Yes, we do want to see good big games come out and price and and price is a part of that, right? The cost to develop is a part of that. But that doesn't mean you can start charging 80 and 100 dollars without there being blowback from that. People saying, you know, there's literally no way I'm paying that money. So, I wouldn't uh let's kill some grabbits. I wouldn't uh I wouldn't think they could raise prices, no. Master Saki says, What do you think about classes being able to prime and detonate themselves? I think the game should be playable as solo, but priming and detonating should be restrained for team play to encourage and reward, reward playing as a group more. No, I 100% disagree with you. I, I actually strongly, I'm going to nicely disagree with you, but I strongly disagree with you. I think being able to prime and debt by yourself is key to the enjoyment of this game. If I can't go out on pub events and do stuff and enjoy myself, or just throw myself in the matchmaking and enjoy myself, I think you're really going to hurt the experience uh, of the players because you're you're gonna you're gonna create a, an an environment where you you have to play with people and then not only that you have to play well with people like what if what if you're playing with folks that just don't don't get it or they won't listen or they won't turn your microphone on i've even told people if you're gonna build for solo i would think you you need to build for solo and say okay i'm built for solo play i can debt and i can prime on my own and then you're able to kind of go in and enjoy yourself. I can't find the thing I'm supposed to pick up. I'm like, I'm not seeing it. It says it's like right here. Um, I can't do it. So, <clears throat> I, I, I don't think deading and priming should be reserved to team play. Uh, jump. Oh, it's above me. Is it above me? Oh, it's on. Is that that on the ground? I'm not seeing it, folks. Look up, you bum. Oh, did you already grab it? Just grab it, Milo. I'm doing questions. Brown Bread says, Do you think more javelins will be added? And if so, how long till they're implemented? I know they're looking at adding more. Um, it's just a matter of it's just a matter of when they think that would be appropriate. Like you don't want people to feel like they're not able to just enjoy the four and really polish all four. So I would think, yeah, I'm playing live right now, guys. I would think there would need to be a, a reasonable amount of time before they do that, um, because if not, you're gonna—I think you're gonna run into people feeling like stretched. 
I wouldn't think for at least a couple of months. I, I don't have any timelines or anything from them, but I could see them saying, no, we're going to, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. Ice Cold says, do you think they released the screenshot of the community talking so they can see, uh, to get the community talking so they can see where the pricing is at? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know if that's if that's the right way to do it i think there's a big danger that was a terrible terrible one i think there's a big danger in in having bad pr like this now i i could see them saying hey if we if we kind of like let people see the pricing early we could we could do testing and see what the response is to the pricing model um and then go from there but again, you know, because again, they could be doing this to kind of test what our response is. That to me seems kind of odd. Um, I just got some blue items. That makes me kind of want to go back to the tower. I really don't like not being able to debt and prime by myself. I would love to be able to debt and prime. Oh, he got him primed. So here comes my debt combo. There we go. Little too, little too late to really enjoy it, but that was good. That was good. Go to the tower. Go to the fort. Sorry. Uh, so they could, like I said, I think they have a lot to, they have a lot to gain here by saying, here's what the pricing is. We know some people saw pricing that they didn't like, and then they stand to, 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 to gain and look good from that. So, um, will there be an option to deactivate HDR in the game? Uh, I have no idea. Yell, Yelgler says... Uh, do you think poor performance on consoles could harm player retention and sales? The current build fails to hit consistent 30 FPS on Xbox One X, despite it being revealed running on Xbox on the X at Microsoft's E3. Although Destiny doesn't run at 60, Lock 30 definitely contributes to the fun play. I mean, dude, there are times where you don't get 30 even in even in Destiny. Um, so I would say, I would say that. It depends on how consistently is it dropping below 30. That would be my question. How consistently is it dropping below? So see, nothing spongy if you play the way we're playing. We're, we're chaining combos really, really well right now. Like, I'm primed. Like, I'm not primed. I'm saying, I'm like cocked, locked, and ready to rock. As soon as he primes them, I have my my ability, like, ready to go. Uh, I troll daily. What are your response to the multiple content creators that bash the game prior to the drop? I mean, I think a lot of YouTubers, unfortunately, have decided to make money by leveraging the the easily manipulated, like, emotions of the mob. I think people are right to be kind of curious, right to be skeptical, like, I don't know, this could be bad, this could turn to, to a kind of a scummy situation, and then... I understand people being concerned. I feel like those people are being manipulated into getting all wound up and in a tizzy and not and not actually being it based on anything that's real. Like, sure, there could be problems with the micros. I 100% think that that is a possibility. But since it's all based on stuff that we don't know yet and it's also based on people people were stating things as if they were fact and then that got everybody wound up that's my biggest frustration is somebody in chat said the culture of outrage you're basically manufacturing controversy you're manufacturing outrage and then you're getting clicks off of it like to me that's what was so ironic it was like imagine the irony and the and the thinly veiled hypocrisy of criticizing micros for being like a cheap way to make a buck while you get clicks and money from spreading false information you know what i'm saying like there was a bit of an irony that i feel like was probably lost on the people that were 
that were making the videos. Do you think the current model can sustain and keep EAO, uh, EA off Bioware's back? The only way we can make those, 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 the only way I can speak to this is after the game comes out for a while. That's the only way I can speak with any sort of uh, specificity to this. We have to wait. T-Funk says, Are you nervous that there won't be enough loot and in-game cosmetic outside of the microtransactions to chase and just put it in the store? And why will people want cosmetic? Uh, armor was basically cosmetic in D2 and a lot of people stopped caring about chasing loot if the armor doesn't do anything. Hence, why have the armor rolls uh, on the armor now? Well, right, but I think you're making some bad comparisons, uh, T-Funk. The reason that people didn't like chasing cosmetics in Destiny is because they were used to chasing armor that mattered and they suddenly were chasing armor that didn't matter. In in Anthem, there's a significant difference between chasing armor and chasing cosmetics. You're not chasing armor. You're chasing lots of different abilities and loot that then lead to greater and lesser efficiencies in the game, different, you know, greater and different playstyles. And because of that, I don't think people are going to focus on the microtransactions as like a what a waste. Why the frick would I care about why why would I care about armor? It doesn't do anything. There's a clear divide between what you're chasing that matters and what you're chasing that doesn't matter in this game. Like you don't need cosmetics; they're optional. And I think that's a good dividing line. The 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 the, the struggle with destiny was that we were so accustomed to going after really really good stuff really good armor and then all of a sudden we weren't it felt like the game's identity had shifted uh no worth says do you think this will last more than three months with a healthy community i mean they've got to have some type of a plan in place to keep people engaged this is not meant to be a game that you will play for a very short amount of time and then put down this is meant to be a game that you play for months so I would guess that they're not going to try and build a game like that without a plan. They have to have some type of a plan in place. So my confidence in how long it will last is going to depend on their first sort of conversation about how they're extending the end game. I have two big question marks. What's the earn rate of coin so that I can get the cosmetics? And then beyond that, what's the earn rate of the, um, I'm sorry, what's the, what's the extension of the end game? Like, how are they doing that? Those are my two big questions. Is this a PvP game only? Why would it matter if they sell power? Okay, so Eugene's asking a good question. Why would it matter if they sold power? There's no PvP, right? I think one of the reasons I would not want them to sell power is because you would essentially then have an undercutted identity. If the identity of the game is meant to be chase the good stuff, go after the good stuff, and then you can bypass all that by basically just spending money, I think that hurts the identity of the game. That's basically pay to not play, right? That's pay to not play. I don't think that's a good idea in the game for the game's identity. Now, I don't think you could argue that that's scummy because, again, that's up to the player. You're basically saying, yeah, that's fine. I'll buy power and choose to not play. I do think it cheapens the grind if you're like, yeah, man, I got this really strong build and blah, blah, blah. And then the guy that you're playing with is like, yeah, I bought all mine. That would sour it a little bit. I mean, to a certain extent, that's his choice as a player to do that. But... I don't necessarily know if that's... I would argue that's bad for the identity of the game. 
I think that there would be there would be backlash about that and I, I think you could maybe even argue it would be justifiable backlash because the argument would be you're 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 cheapening the grind you're making it to where all this hard work all these things that we go for you know you're cheapening it do you see the beauty of the combo system like shooting those guys with a gun takes a thousand years i get my detonation ready to go and as soon as milo primes them i blow them up like that is so satisfying um i really hope i can get some loot today that lets me you know prime and debt my own uh my own stuff all those guys disappeared that's sad and then i overheated Next question from Trippin' Monkey. What do you feel is a good earn rate? One unlock per day, weekend, week? I feel like really, really top tier sets should take a while, right? Like a top shelf legendary set that's got all the, like maybe, I think they go all the way to epic. Like a top tier epic complete set for my armor should, in 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 my mind, that should take a while. Like what, I don't know why I'm overheating right away. I'm not sure what's going on. I, I see blue beneath like I should not be overheated I'm cool I think I'm glitched out here um maybe I'm hitting the overheat fast oh I'm hitting the overheat fast because I'm not letting myself cool down I'm cooled but you still have to let the meter refill so in my mind like a really really top tier set I don't know I feel like that would take me like two weeks maybe because to my to me like I said this morning it's a grindy game so if the earn rate of the cosmetics is not dissonant from the grind that I'm playing, I mean, it's going to take you a while to get epic and legendary stuff for your for your gear, right? So the same rule should apply to the cosmetics. You shouldn't be swimming in high-level amazing cosmetics. They should be just like the, the, the equipable loot. They should be coming within a rhythm that is in harmony with the rest of the game. Like if you're if you're wearing all green gear, like your loot is all green, you shouldn't be like swimming in epic epic armor that you bought with coin. That's a dissonant earn rate. You're just earning it like at a breakneck speed. To the same token, if in two weeks I've got a lot of epic gear and I'm not even close to affording any of the epic cosmetics, that to me is dissonant. The grind of the gear should be in harmony with the grind of the cosmetics. So that way, when someone wants to take a shortcut, all they're really doing is they're saying, okay, I'm going to go after, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm going to go after this, this, this set here, and I'm going to chase it. And then you have that choice as the player to buy it if you don't want to chase it. Instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get it. Like Again, it, there needs to be a harmony between the earn rates of both the items that are equipable as well as the cosmetics. What would a healer javelin look like? I wouldn't be surprised if they could do augments to the existing javelins. Like I think they could do a healer version of the Colossus, uh, where he puts like a, a shield around himself that's an area of effect shield instead of a physical shield that could heal people inside of it. Uh, there's a lot of things they could do there, like deploying healing stations and stuff. I don't know. I know they have plans. Uh, we've, we've heard from the devs that they have plans to add other javelins but I don't know how soon they would do that and I don't know if they could also then just augment the existing javelins um so I think there's I think there's a lot there that they could do that would be you know allowable and be within the identity you don't want to suddenly be playing like an interceptor completely differently because they augment it you would still want them to function like within their identity that folks are used to um because I think that's that's part of the charm of the game is they each have their own feel 
in your opinion, why are so many personalities attacking the game so much? I've never seen this much hate for a game that isn't even out yet. Like I said, I think people are using EA as a scapegoat. I think people are looking at EA and saying, you know, they quote unquote have a history of this, blah, 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 blah. All they're doing is, is they're dialing in outrage culture. And because they're dialing in outrage culture, they need a reason for that. If people are like, if, if I honestly think they would, people would be doing this no matter what. I think people have become addicted to feeling important by railing against things that are that are easy targets. I feel like it's an it's just an easy target uh, to rail against, you know, micros and and things of that nature. I think it's an easy easy target, and because it's an easy target, my concern is that we're not even dealing in accurate information. We're not even dealing in people that are like. That was my frustration is like you you're acting like you have gamers interest at heart, but you're manipulating gamers into getting angry about stuff that is inaccurate. It felt to me parasitic that like there's an industry that 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 thrives and does well on controversy. And I think that's part of the problem. And so I think they're just using EA as a scapegoat. If there wasn't if there wasn't a developer or a publisher attached to this that had like a history that was was, you know, in some respects criticized, like there are people that, you know, criticize EA for some of the things they've done with microtransactions. I've never played any of the games these people talk about, right? I've never played any of those games. So I don't have a dialogue or a commentary on those things. But what I can say is what I saw happen with Star Wars Battlefront gives me confidence that they're going to be very gun shy about being aggressive with the micros. I think they're going to be gun shy. I don't think they're going to want to do it. Dagnab at Ben says, my main concern falls on two points with the microtransactions. Number one, um, oh, I'm leaving the area. Whoops. Uh, number one, how much of the armor comes from the shop? And two, say the skins are $20. Doesn't that seem anti-consumer uh, for people to spend that much on one skin? Yeah, again, we've dealt with this question a lot. It's not a skin. Number one, that point needs to be made. It's not a skin. It is a... It is a set of armor which has multiple pieces attached to it. Mike, 30 and so gaming, was good to point out that there could also be a a layer of bundle with it. You could be getting textures. You could be getting uh, you could be getting um, what are they called? The vinyls. You could be getting all those things. So. Um, you know, oh, you need another invite. You crash. All right, I'm gonna go back to the. I'm gonna go back to the fourth end to look at all my gear since you crashed. So that needs to be said. Like, it's not a skin. No, it's not a skin. When people hear skin, they think like, oh, you're just spray painting my 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 javelin. It's not a skin. It's like five pieces of armor that can be all equipped or some of it equipped. There's also textures that change what the paint looks like that could be included. There's also vinyls that can be toggled off and on. That's not a skin. A skin is, here's what you look like. Here's what you look like with the skin on. This is a pack. This is potentially a pack of things that modify what you look like. And again, we don't we don't know because whenever you go in, whenever you go in and edit your javelin, there are like layers of things you can edit and change. And a skin skin basically is like paint. You can go in and change the paint in one button push, right? You can just change what your paint looks like. But again, that's not that's not the way the the armor the armor system works in this game. 
The other thing to consider is the $20 price point is not the the final price point. They have said that. Wow, we really got some good drops here. All three blues are blues I can equip. Nice. The price point's not even what the price point is set at. And the, the every time this comes up, you have to include all threads, okay? All threads have to be included. You don't have to spend a dime for DLC. You can earn the skin. You can earn the armor set. You can earn the textures. Whatever it is you're going after, you can earn those things if you want. You don't have to pay the money. All of the criticism about the price point, about, oh, it's a skin, it's a $20 skin. When you, when you make that criticism, you almost have to do it in a vacuum. You have to ignore all the other threads about the subject and be like, oh, it's a skin. Do you want me to show you what you can change? Like, an armor pack is going to have a chess piece, right? It's going to have a chess piece for this guy. It changes his helmet and his chest at the same time. He has less pieces because he doesn't really have a quote-unquote helmet. He's got arms that he can change, right? He's got legs that he can change, okay? Whenever you go into the wear state, that's default. Then there's vinyls, okay? So when you buy an armor set from the store, you're buying multiple pieces of things. You're not just buying a skin that changes the color of the of the of the javelin. People are just being intentionally negative like it's a $20 skin. It's like it's an armor pack that comes with a bunch of stuff. Um so I destroy stuff. $60 buy-in for a game that will eventually follow the free model sounds great. $20 skin seems reasonable if they're a quality, if they're of quality and earning them in the game seems is good too. But at what point do we think it is an acceptable level of grind for a skin before it becomes detrimental uh, to the player? Can we find a happy middle ground? That's why I said like a lot of this is an experiment. It's an experiment. Like they don't know what level that we're going to accept right they don't know they could they could very easily they could very easily attempt to put in an earn rate that we decide is just way too way too slow and then we don't we 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 reject it we're like no we don't like this okay the earn rate the earn rate if people feel like the earn rate is unfair well then people will stop playing there's a delicate balance the price point I don't think the price point is really the issue to be concerned with. If you're if you're worried about the price point, in my mind, you're worried about you're worried about something that is not important to you if you're going to grind the game and play the content. If you're going to grind the game and play the content, why on earth are you worried about why are you worried about the the price point? Cuz my in my mind, you would be you would be just playing the game and earning the things and then buying it when you can if you're super super anti-micros price point shouldn't be a concern of yours your concern should be what's the earn rate that's that to me is you're running double primer okay that'll be helpful because I'm running double debt um here let's get this chess piece I actually kind of like it uh da 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 it cost Oh, I have 25? Oh, I have enough. I have 30, so I'm going to buy it. Now, obviously, this isn't going to be the price point when the game comes out, right? Caro says, can you show the screenshots of the two legendaries you got and talk about it? Um, I don't know when that embargo lifts, so... Um, yeah, I'm going to look like that. There we go. I look pretty cool now. I look like kind of like a dinosaur. There we go. 
Why can't we play yet? I don't know. It let me in. Favorite javelin so far? Colossus. Uh, Swifton says, What content is there outside of one stronghold that they give us? I don't understand how people played all weekend without getting bored. Well, there's four different javelins, and within each javelin, there's three different ways to build a javelin. There, You can, you can go all detonation, you can go all primer, you can go a mix of both. Um, and when you're building like that, you can be chasing better loot. And then once you're done with one, you feel like you've gotten a really good experience with one, you can move to another uh, javelin. So I, the fact that people didn't get bored and kept playing, I actually think is a good sign. I, I, I would say... Uh, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Um, they're, <laughs> they're, they're showing that, uh, they're showing that, that you can go in and you can go in and have a good time and grind even with a limited demo. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing, you're doing four different javelins, multiple different build options, and then you're grinding for all that loot and then you can get better loot. It's a, it's a tiered system. Look, every game has a content loop. Every single game has a content loop. You're going to run the loop in Diablo. You're going to run the loop in Destiny. And then that's to get all the good stuff. That's just, that's that's how it works. That's how it's always worked. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a new concept. So you're going to run the loop. You're going to do the stuff to get the stuff. That's how it's always been in these types of games. The question is not, will I be repeating? Okay. Will I be repeating the same activities? The question is, is the gameplay fun enough to keep me in there, right? So, I I actually, when I went in and played for a couple hours, I told the mods, I said, my main question was, is the gameplay fun enough to run a content loop with? Like, I didn't enjoy the content loop in, in Monster Hunter World, right? You're fighting monsters over and over and over again, and I didn't like it. I didn't have fun doing it. So I put the game down. There's nothing wrong with, you can't criticize Monster Hunter and be like, it's so repetitive, you just hunt monsters. You're like, yeah, that's the content loop. Every game has a content loop. But if you enjoy the content loop, that doesn't matter. If you find the shooting mechanics in Destiny satisfying, the content loop is is fun. If you find this type of combat, abilities-based, combo-based combat, if you find that enjoyable, then you're going to be able to play this game for hours and not get bored. That's the whole point. By the way, if you're new to the stream, the demo is live. I am playing live right now. We're going to go on a story mission here. And I do these question and answer sessions and these talks on a regular basis. I am live right now. This isn't like a recording. You can submit questions. I address what I thought were the three main criticisms of the microtransactions so far. I believe a lot of it's unfounded. And I address those main criticisms. If you're enjoying the content, if you feel like it's a back and forth and an interactive radio show, uh, then click the follow button. That's my goal. Uh, my goal is to give you content when you're here, uh, not just watch me play, but like I said, like an interactive radio show that you are a part of. And so if you're enjoying yourself, smash that follow button. Ooh, look at that combo. That was a good one. That was a good one. Another one. And then I'm going to wind my gun up and get rid of their little base. That is so satisfying, man. That is so satisfying. Let's see if we can get another one here. Oh, he's going to die. I can't get it. <laughs> I did the I did the rally and cry by mistake instead. Uh, Xbox Myute says, "What do you feel is an appropriate price for cosmetics? Some of these cosmetics cost more than what my girlfriend buys at Sephora." <laughs> Again, thank you for the brand new uh, Prime Sub Weskindel. A lot of you guys have used your Prime Subs here. Thank you for doing that. I greatly appreciate it. Um, in my in my mind, the that's up to the players, 
right? That's up to the players. If you're gonna if you're gonna pay money for cosmetics, there's a value there's a value perception that will take place. People will say, I like or don't like this price. I don't like I don't think this is worth it. I you know, I think this is this is exorbitant. Like all those things are gonna happen. I'm missing my prime, sorry. Obviously if we were communicating this would be going a little bit better. You know, that that's what's that the question is not what's the right price for me because I'm not going to be spending that much money. The question is what what's the community going to decide is a fair price because that's when that's when they get into a nice spot. Look, there's a delicate balance here. I said this earlier today. If you can just buy all the dope cosmetics with money and it's super cheap, well, doesn't that undercut all the people that grind for the dope cosmetics? It's like, wow, it took it, it was a whopping $5 for them to get that really, really dope set. And it took me, you know, a, like a week, right? Or two weeks or whatever. So in my mind, if you if it's too low, then you, you undercut people's grind. You undercut what people work on. If it's too expensive, then people are like, this is ridiculous. There's like a delicate balance. Because then you're like, why would I bother grinding for any of this if it's like a dollar a piece, you know? I think a lower price point's more winsome, but if it's too low, like, if it's too low, then, again, you're you're undercutting other people's hard work and they might get annoyed. But then people are like, oh, that's too expensive. Dude, if you have to put in long hours to get the stuff, wouldn't you want it to be kind of hard for people to just buy it? You wouldn't want it to be super easy, right? Like, you gotta pick a side, like, pick a side and, and stick with it. Don't just, oh, yeah, this is overpriced. This is too super expensive. If it's too easy to get, you're really going to really cheapen, you know, what people work for, I think. I'm a Paragon says, do you think Anthem's business model will make players spend more money on cosmetics than they would on a game with a business model like Destiny? I think people will end up spending more money on cosmetics in Anthem than Destiny. Yes, because it's a third person game. I think a third-person game naturally lends itself to cosmetic purchases because people are going to say, I want to look cool. I can see my javelin all the time. In Destiny, you don't see your character all the time, so it, it th- the value is a little more tenuous. Sure, you want to look cool in Destiny, and it's pretty awesome when you pull open your menu and you see your, your guardian looking fresh. That's a nice feeling, but I also think there's something to be said about a first-person game not being quite as winsome of like, I want to look amazing. Um, I think there's a there's a place I think there's a place for it in third person games to be a little it has a little bit more draw I think than in a first person what's your biggest fear about the full launch I want people to be able to get in and play not have glitches and I want people to catch the vision of the combo system if you catch the vision of the combo system, there is something really, really fun that happens. And if you don't catch the vision of the combo system, a lot of people play this game and they said, oh, it feels like every other shooter. I've played this game before. This isn't that different than any other game I've played. Once you start to play combos, you don't say that. You do not say that. You end up you end up seeing that this is a very actually unique game, very fun, a lot of diversity, a lot of fun cooperative play. You you don't catch that vision if you don't catch the vision of combos. So I know there's a combo tutorial in the main game. I'm concerned that the demo hasn't put that on on full display and that a lot of people are just going to conclude it's just a boring mech shooter instead of seeing it for an abilities-based game where complementing your own or your teammates' abilities is super, super fun. The guy with gun says, 
Kingdom Hearts 3 is a $60 game, uh, and players are finishing it in 12 hours. Why do you think people find that worth 60 but games like this you can play for months? This is, yeah, this is a discussion that I constantly have with folks, and I'm like, I don't understand why you don't see that the value transmission of a game like you're saying that gives you like a $10, um, you know, I'm not a $10, like a 10, anywhere from like, you know, a 10 to a 20 hour, uh, you know, campaign experience. This game that you're going to play for months, people are like, how dare you put in micros? Like, to me, I just, I don't understand that logic. Um, I'm like, dude, there's, there's not necessarily this hard and fast rule about what's right and what's not. It's not that simple. It's, just, it's again, the question's not price. The question's earn rate. You know, how fast can I earn the stuff in the game? It's not about saying micros are bad all the time because it's 60. It's, am I going to get what feels like a complete game? And I, because if, if, if you're like, oh, well, that's a complete game. When I play Tomb Raider, when I play Uncharted, when I play, when I play Kingdom Hearts, I'm getting a complete game. I think you're getting a complete game in Anthem because everything that can be purchased is earnable, right? It's all earnable. All right, he's uh he's primed. He was primed for like a split second there. Wow, that was short. If he gets a prime above him, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna nail him. Well, nothing, I don't need to now. He's dead. I was like, maybe I'm just gonna wait. Uh, I'm an old school gamer, says Ice Cold, uh, so to speak. Why do gamers put so much effort into skins and things that don't matter when it comes to gameplay? I know EA uh, and the complaints like them, they have done things that make them, but gamers uh, that buy into it are more the ones to blame. I, I gave this commentary about the, you know, the, the FIFA and the Madden complaints. If you have a willing consumer base, if you have a consumer base that is basically saying, sure, I'll spend money, I'll buy those packs, that's basically where, that's where the blame lies. Why would you, why would you blame the company for saying people are paying the money and we're providing them with the, with the thing that they're willing to spend the money on, you know, like that's the part that I think gets so lost in the shuffle is you have plenty of folks that have made it clear they're willing to spay. A a willing consumer base is the demand. Meeting that demand and selling a product, like, it's difficult to fault them. Now, I'm not saying that means jam it, jam every game with microtransactions. You just need a willing consumer base. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you have to have, there's a, there's a, this is where this is where our feedback is so important, right? We have to say no, yes, don't do this, please, you know, please, we, we don't like this. The earn rate's bad, you know, whatever the case may be. That that has to be part of the discussion because if you're if you're just gonna like basically say any any form of micros is bad, then the danger there is you're pushing against a lot of different pricing models that might actually be rewarding for you, that might actually work for you. Um, I can't stop burning. I need to go. I need to go down here and get some health. I'm gonna die. This fight's really hard for the Colossus because I, I, it's I, I don't have the agility to get away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down right here, um, probably. Yeah. I, th- this fight's really, really hard with the Colossus. I don't have the agility to get away from a lot of those attacks, so I end up going down like automatically. Um, I feel like his shield should do a better job of protecting you from that dot damage wave blast. I had my shield up a handful of times, and I was also behind walls, and I was getting hit anyway. Um, I think you're supposed to do a lot of hovering here. Um, it's hard, because you just you take a lot of automatic damage. Um, 
I'm just waiting to see if if somebody could prime him. I could hit him with a with a thing. We just got to get him primed, and we can roast this sucker. Yeah, I'm just having to stand here for a freaking eternity. Like I'm just getting roasted because no one's priming him. He needs primed, or we're just gonna keep. I can't do anything. Uh, Sharuko said they said in a stream that Anthem is best play with a controller. So when then it shouldn't be an unfair advantage. But console players in the same world as PC game. It's not PvP. What are you talking about? That doesn't matter. There's no unfair advantages. It's not a PvP game. Um, and there's no crossplay at least initially. Yeah, I'm gonna go down again. Like I just this this fight. I, I I've got to get in a rhythm with this fight, and I get out of rhythm if we're never priming. Um, he's hard to prime. Yeah, the, we noticed this when we were playing on in the public space. We noticed that the uh, the 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 titans don't prime as easily. So I'm gonna use my ult on the last one because uh, we'll be able to roast him from way back here. I might go down though. I might go down because he might target me. There you go. I think the Titans are really good for raw damage. A lot of people are asking about the non-debt, non-primer abilities. I wonder if that's what those are designed for, is guys like this, where you just want raw damage um, instead. Let's see if I can't get him marked with my cry here and get him to uh, and get him to die. There we go. Little melee there at the end, and out comes the loot. Nice. Okay. I think there's just different strategies for different enemies, and maybe if you know you're going to be fighting a lot of titans, you go in with a non-debt, non-prime, um, or at least have one raw damage ability. So, mission complete. That one's just really hard as a Colossus, because you don't have the agility. Uh, Iron Bug Champ. Do you think the coin currency will be easy to come by in Anthem, or do you think that it will be purposely make coins hard to get to encourage microtransactions? As I've said a couple times today, I think it's a delicate balance. I think if they're too aggressive or the or the, or the earn rate is too dissonant, right? Um, if the earn rate of coins is dissonant from the earn rate of items in the game, if I'm getting a bunch of blue gear and I'm covered in blue equipable abilities, but the blue the blue cosmetics are just ridiculously out of reach because of the earn rate that to me is a dissonance in the game that creates a dissonance where it's like why why can I not earn these things at a reasonable rate there needs to be a harmony between the earn rate of the cosmetics and the earn rate of the and the earn rate of the actual items that you equip and yes, the game is live. I'm live right now. This is not a recording. I'm taking questions from the audience. On a regular basis, I do this every day, pretty much. SNTR Presents. I'm saying no to Rage. That's the name of the channel. SNTR is where that comes from. I pick a topic, and then I take questions from the audience. So I address the big, the three big, what I saw as the three biggest and most common criticisms of the microtransactions. I spoke to them and responded to them. And then I'm taking questions from the audience right now. If you like this style of content, please click the follow button. That's the little heart button. That means you won't miss my streams. I basically don't want you just to tune in and watch me play games. I think there's a time for that, but I want to give you content. I want to give you a hub of content so that you can come in and have almost like an interactive radio show with me and that you get something for your time. Officially Grim says, do you think because of EA's history, people won't buy from the store, even if the prices are acceptable? Instead, spite of EA, and if so, do you think EA will have to implement new monetization? Here's the thing. I don't think there's a lot of super principled uh, people in the world that are, like, really, really going to dig their heels in and not buy. I think there are people that are like that, but I also think there's plenty of people that would say... You know, I am 
I am excited about this game. I'm addicted to this game. And a month or you know two months in, I could see those people spending money. There's a lot of people in the gaming world that have no problem. They have disposable income. They you know, and and again, they may even think about it logically. They may even say, you know what? I don't I don't mind spending this money. And here's why. Here's why. Um, I. I feel that the, you know, the level of, of game is good. I'm enjoying myself and, you know, I'm willing to spend the money and, and they're not going to like dig their heels in. Cause again, once you get into like the second and third month, you're basically in a, you're in a, um, you're in a free play, like essentially a free to not free to play, but a free play format. You're playing and you're not paying for the expansions, the new experiences, etc. They're just adding to it. And I think a lot of people will look at that and say, I got no problem, you know, shelling out some dough. They're 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 continually putting in really, really cool things. And I'm gonna swap out my shotgun for this uh this grenade launcher. Um, let's see if this is any good. Here's another grenade launcher we're gonna get rid of. We can break down all these things for uh, resources and materials. I don't know what the resource payout and the material payout's gonna be in the full game. Uh, but we have two marksman rifles here, one that shoots fast at 113 and one that shoots slow at 119. Um, so I think we'll take the fast at 113 if we want to try it out. His spin-up gun, his torrent, is my biggest weak point right now. I don't, I don't have a very strong auto rifle. Uh, next question from Ambrose. How do you feel about uh, SLI being present in the E3 demo in order to hit 4K60, but not being available in the demo or even at launch at all. I've heard speculation that this is due to NVIDIA wanting to drive single card sales, and Anthem isn't the only AAA title that they are pushing this one card requirement on. I'm not super tech savvy. I don't remember them saying that you could do... Um, I don't remember them saying you could do that. You could... You could... Uh, you could do those things. I, 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 I'm not sure... Um, I'm going to break down this rifle and see if we can't get what we need to craft a better cloud burst. We might be able to get the stuff needed. I don't know if I'm getting my materials. I'm not seeing anything popping up on the screen. Um, cause I could make a, I could make a level 17 craft torrent, but I need chimeric alloy and I don't think I'm getting it. Um, I don't remember this ever being like specifically stated as something that you would be able to do. Um, so How's the infinite load situation? I have had zero problems. I'm getting in and playing and getting gear and having a good old time. So I hope other people can have a similar similar scenario. Uh, JD Gamer, do you think this will end up like a Fortnite where people do buy stuff from the store? Or do you think it will not? I've gotten this question a lot. I think people will make reasonable purchases on a regular basis if they have an addicted player base. Uh, Chanthrax says DLC is usually free, but expansions might cost. Um... When you say DLC is usually free, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen a game at the industry. I don't think this is accurate with respect to the gaming industry. DLC is usually not free. Um, DLC are expansions. So I, that you're, I feel like you're creating like you're creating a category that I don't believe exists. Like there's somehow a difference between DLC and expansions. Um, so uh, and again and again, I feel like. They've been very, very clear. The exact phrasing from the GM of Bioware was ongoing delivery of content, features, and story are free of charge. 
That is a big, big encompassing statement. So stop trying to splice it and get into skepticism. Like, well, maybe they mean the patches are free. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, they're not going to be like, well, what we meant was quality of life updates and patches and bug fixes. That's all free. Get the frick out of here. They're not saying that. They they would not pull that that looky-loo, you know, like, sucker punch. They wouldn't do it. I promise you they wouldn't do it. That would be ridiculous. Um, so I want to make sure my new video went live on my YouTube channel. Uh, my new, my combo video is supposed to be live. Okay. It is. It's live right now. Um, so, all right. Next question. Uh, what just happened? The server has shut down. Okay. So I just had a D I just had a DC, but I'm right back in. Um, Dagnabbit Ben says, if I recall, they said there was a possibility they will charge for javelins. Isn't that a little cl- too close to buying power? No, that's not close to buying power. I don't know if they've said anything about buying javelins. I've not seen that or heard that. Um, so, that and that's not buying power. You're, that's, that's a total, total misapplication of the term buying power. Number one, it's not a PvP game. So if the new javelin was really strong and amazing and and it could and could kill everybody, well then sure you could say there's power if there was PVP. But if the new javelin is amazing and everybody wants him, that is not a uh, that's not buying power. Now I don't think they're gonna do that. They might they might say, but I would say I would push back and tell them you said that quote features. Content features and story are going to be free. I would argue that a, that a javelin is a feature. Um, so. And yes, I'm in the game right now, guys. It is live. I am playing, and I'm taking your questions live. This is a live stream. You didn't get the invite? Okay. Uh, oh, there you are. What the heck just happened? Okay. Oh, do I have any consumables? Yeah, let's do some consumables. Uh, this requires one common ember. Um, let's just do this one. There we go. So you can craft these consumables and then and then equip them uh, before you go in, and it goes in a slot. And then for the whole time you're out, you get that benefit. Um, so let's try and go to inverse uh, functions again. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Next question, mythological figure. If you separate purchasable cosmetics from earnable cosmetics, then the perceived value of each shifts and eliminates the question of did you buy it or earn it. The purchasable cosmetics would need to be desirable to drive sales, but they would hold no prestige. I know you think Anthem is not this type of game, but what are your thoughts on this general idea? I actually think more people would criticize this, and here's why. It's a loot-based game, and when you're playing a loot-based game, part of the loot is your appearance, especially in a third-person game. And if you look in the store and you're like, well, sure, those vanity items are not quote-unquote earnable, so there's no prestige attached to them, but they, they look awesome. I want that. I want to be able to earn that, not pay for that. So I think they are in the right balance. It's all earnable. It's only cosmetic, right? It's... It's not something that's going to be kept from you if you're not willing to spend money. And then, and then all future DLC ads are free. So, like, it's... I don't know. I don't know how anybody can look at this system and say, no, it needs tweaked. That's not right. There should be ones that can only be purchased and only can be earned. Now, I will agree with you. It would be nice if there were cosmetics that could not be purchased, right? 
Okay, there's Chimeric Alloy. So I get that from picking this stuff up, it seems. So I, I would want to be able to run like really hard Grandmaster 3 content and be like, you can't get this thing. You know, only I can get this thing. You can't get this thing because I did the, I actually did the, you know, did the Grandmaster 3 or whatever. Um, so. Hasso C says, what are your thoughts on the bizarre way that the game is being launched? Um, in terms of the graph and the amount of money that you pay. Yeah, okay, I'll be honest. I know that when you look at that graph of like how you can play and you can play early, um, I know there's a lot of people that are finding that kind of like unappealing. They're like, why not just have a launch date? I think as a business, I want to give them room to try to get people to to sign up for their 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 subscription service like that's part of their business model that's part of their new like appeal and they're trying to get people to sign up for that here's the thing here's the thing the game still launches at a normal date so it's not scummy at all if you want to buy the game normal and play the game at a normal time you can the other thing to consider is you can basically try the game for 15 bucks you can sign up for their service and then just try the game out. And if you're like, I don't like it, you cancel the subscription and you're done. Like, I don't think you could say it's scummy given the fact that there are there are elements to that that actually can really benefit you as a consumer that almost no games do that. There's very few games that would let you play an open demo and then $15 to try the game out. And if you don't like it, they only got you for 15 Guys giving an excuse for everything anti-consumer. How is it anti-consumer to have a public demo right now that you can play? How is it anti-consumer that you can try the game for 15 bucks? How is it anti-consumer that according to SkillUp, you can sign up for their service for a dollar and try it out? Right? The service has a free trial. Like, you can literally basically try the game for a buck. How is that anti-consumer? What games let you do that? You buy for 60 and that's it. They got you for 60 if you don't like it. It's it's not anti-consumer at all. If anything, it's pro-consumer. If anything, it speaks to their confidence in the product. You could try it out for a buck. You could try it out for 15. And if you don't like it, walk. Oh, is it auto-renew? Well, I don't know. Be a responsible adult and cancel it if you don't like it. Like, is that too difficult? Like, I don't know. EA Access is $5 on Xbox. Right. Like, if anything, these subscription services that let you get games on like a on like a regular basis and then you can cancel the service if you don't like it, I actually think they're pro-consumer because you have less money coming out of your pocket and a whole host of games you can try. Like, I, I don't know. I think people are automatically flipping everything into a negative. You can't do it on console? Yes, you can. You can play for 10 hours on the Xbox early. You can play for 10 hours, or you can play as much as you want on the launch date for an entire month, and if you don't like it, cancel, and then, uh, cancel, and then, um, and then don't, don't, don't play anymore. You're done. You canceled. You got to try the game for 15 bucks, or if SkillUp's, uh, tweet is accurate, you can try it for a dollar. Network, uh, Skeleton. How do you think loot rarity drop system being tied to difficulty levels will make RNG feel? I personally like it as the impression is all activities, even free roam, will feel rewarding. Yeah, I've talked about this previously. This is so much better than... I'm not going to be anti-Destiny, right? I love Destiny, but... 
I think this is so much better than what Destiny does. What ends up happening in Destiny is you get to the end game and like 80% of the game doesn't matter anymore. And in this game, with the difficulty spectrum, the game can always matter. If your buddies aren't around to do like Grandmaster, you know, two or three on a stronghold, you can throw on like Hard or Grandmaster and just and just go into the public space and just kind of grind for loot drops, right? You just kind of pass the time. You're dragging the whole game along with you wherever you are in the sort of spectrum of the loot grind and the difficulty. The game's sort of always relevant to you. In Destiny, it's like you hit max power. None of the milestones matter. And once you're grinding for like gear with like the new bounties and stuff with Ada, the public stuff doesn't matter. The adventures don't matter. The lost sectors don't matter. There's so many things in Destiny that suddenly don't matter because the 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 way that they've scaled it now difficulty spectrum being able to be toggled by the player keeps the game relevant and kind of drags it along with you the whole game all the time it can be worth your time to different degrees right obviously when you're on free play you're not getting the number the the quantity of drops but the quality is there because you're setting the difficulty so, and again, if you're new to my stream, thanks for being here. This is a live broadcast. I am in the demo. SNTR Presents is the name of this subject right above my head. Is the name of the segment. I do segmented con- content, so when you feel like you're here, you're not just watching somebody play, but I'm giving you something for your time. This is like an interactive radio show where you can submit questions. Once I'm just playing the game and not taking questions, I will go full screen and there'll be game sound, obviously, but if you like this format, please click the follow button. That's the little heart button, so you don't miss these streams. I'm going to be covering Destiny Two Anthem Division Two. This is the style of uh, stream I go for. Is like a uh, it's content that you're a part of. Like so, you get something for it, and you also uh, can take part in it if you want. So thank you for listening, lurking, and supporting the stream. I greatly appreciate everybody that's here right now. Next question from TNT Wizard. Do you think Bungie should be worried about how great Anthem is doing? First of all, Anthem's not out yet, and it's it's got it's obviously got some uh, some things attached to it that are leading to you know criticism. It's got some things going on that you know is potentially hurting its PR and its reception. And I think that has to be that has to be clearly stated. This this game's not out of the woods yet. It's got things that it needs to iron out, both the optimization, you know, the loading problems, and they need to speak clearly to the community about the earn rate of items that people are concerned about. Like, how often am I going to be able to get the you know the the items in the game? So I I think that people are jumping the gun if you think, you know, Bungie should be worried, Destiny's in trouble, like all these things that people are saying. I honestly think that's very, very presumptive. Uh, And there's a lot, there's a lot that still has to happen. Um, Let me try the grenade launcher on these guys. Um, So there's a lot to happen before that happens. Now, let's imagine a world where Anthem does really well. I happen to think that it's going to do really well and capture a pretty good audience. Does Bungie need to worry? Does Destiny need to worry? I don't think so. I think the games are going to coexist very, very well, and here's why. I think every game like this, you're going to hit a sort of a ceiling where you're you're running out of things to do, right? You're like, oh, I don't have anything to do right now, so I'm going to... 
I'm going to play another game. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to do these different things, right? So, you know, Anthem's going to have that point. You're going to get to a point where you feel like, okay, there is there is a bit of a ceiling that I've hit here. I'm waiting for the thing they're doing, you know, next month or next week or whatever. And then Destiny's in a similar spot, right? There's rhythmic deliverables. There's drip feed where there's a drought. There's nothing to do. You come back. I actually think people are going to enjoy Destiny more if they just start taking some breaks. Because I think what happens is people are people are like, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm, I, there's nothing to do in Destiny, nothing to do in Destiny, and then the last word quest drops. That's the only thing they have to do. And then they get really angry because they're like, I don't even really want the last word. I don't really play PvP, but I'm going to go after this. And then they, they criticize the mission structure of the last word. And it's like... If you don't like PvP, why are you going for the gun? Well, the reason people are going for the gun is because they have nothing else to do in Destiny. They're just, they're doing everything. So if you can take breaks from Destiny and come back and then engage with the content, I think you'll have a much better time. I think the same is going to be true for Division. I, th- this idea, it, it's its ju- its just juvenile and ignorant to think that like a, one game is going to kill another, one game is going to harm another, and then you're going to have to like they're going to have to scramble to like make the community happy. Um, I just, I don't, I firmly, I firmly disagree with that. I've never seen that happen. Anytime there's been a quote unquote destiny killer on the horizon, that honestly, when the community start to really couch the game in that way, you're actually putting a bit of a, a bit of a strain on that game. You are. So when people are like, Oh yeah, man, destiny, destiny is going to get killed by division. I think to a certain extent, that community made Division have a harder time getting off the ground. Now, Division had problems in its vanilla setup. The end game was was not that good. There were pro- there were there were elements of the end game that were incredibly uh, lackluster and problematic. But but I think when you basically say, "Oh, this game's going to kill this other game." I mean, you basically take the entire Destiny community and you sick them on that game. Like, go get it. See if it's any good. To be fair, look at Battleborn and Overwatch. Yeah, but that's not a, that's not an equivalency because Battleborn was a brand new IP trying to get off the ground, and the timing of Overwatch definitely hurt it. So, I mean, I, I will admit that was something that did happen, but it's just it's not the same. Destiny is an established franchise at this point, and I don't believe it's going to be harmed by that you know the the existence of Anthem. I, again, I think it's going to be complemented by it and not harmed by it. There we got a combo. I'm waiting for these primes to hit. This guy's harder to prime. I think this is just more of a of a of a bulk damage uh, boss again because he's got that yellow health. Um, I put my shield up though. It's getting kind of rough. There we go. There we go. Now my shield's tanking stuff. See now I can sit here and wait for somebody to prime him. Uh, let's see if we can get some prime on there. And I'm gonna try it. I'm not seeing it. There we go. We got a combo. See if we can get another combo. Now I have my ult. Let's see if we can get some big hits on him. There we go. This see, this is when it's satisfying when the team's like working together to do different things. I like tanky enemies for that reason. You kind of need tanky enemies periodically because uh, you need to have that feeling of what are we gonna do to maximize damage here um, to really bring things to uh, to a good place. Next question: Extremely dark taco. Uh, are you seeing performance differences with this open beta? No, I'm seeing the exact same setup that I had before. 
uh, I'm seeing the exact same setup that I had before. I'm getting, I'm getting, um, in these big sequences right here, I'm getting like 70s to 80s, and when things are kind of calm, I'm getting 80s to 100 on the frames. Um, I could tweak with it later off stream, but I don't want to do that on stream. Uh, Unwit says, you believe after the first month of good content, they're going to have another good flow of content? I don't know what the interval's going to be. Like I said, my two questions are, what's the earn rate of the coins? And second, what's their plan to extend the endgame? What's that rhythm going to look like? How's that stuff going to trickle out? Um... I think those are the big questions at this point. Smoky Gaming, since Playtime is going to award you coins uh, to purchase micros, it awards the hardcore players who have the time, but I think it'll hurt casual players who feel like the only way to get cosmetics is to purchase them. How do you feel that the casual players will feel about this? Here's the thing. This is why I've continued to say the question is the earn rate, and here's why. This is why I continue to make the point the earn rate of the gear okay the lead producer said they're going to release a roadmap uh, closer to the launch date so apparently we're going to get a roadmap that's exciting this is why i've continued to say the earn rate oh sweet we got a new cl- uh, we got a torrent at 19 nice if the earn rate of the equipable items i'm getting blues and greens right now okay if you get to this level in the game and you're earning greens and blues if that's in harmony with the earn rate of the cosmetics a casual player that has decided Anthem is fun, there's no dissonance there. Whatever level they are in the game, wherever they are with their gear, the cosmetic should be right in line with that earn rate. If you're a casual player and it's been a month and you look at my loadout and you're like, that's not fair, I can't get all the stuff that Lono has, that's just, that's just silly. I play more than you. Of course I'm going to have legendaries and masterworks and a decked out javelin, which then means, as long as there's harmony in the earn rates, I would also have cosmetics in line with that. The casual player, if the casual player is covered in green gear, green and blue gear, they should have cosmetics that are right along with that in harmony. And if they get mad at that, they're getting mad at something that is silly. That's like saying, well, I deserve masterworks and I deserve legendaries because, I mean, I just can't play as much. I'll get the frick out of here. No, you don't. You undercut. Like, that hurt Destiny when people took that attitude. That hurt Destiny. It was like, oh, we're going to make it easy to get endgame gear if you're in a clan. You don't even have to run the raid. You get raid gear. Like, that kills loot incentive. You don't want people to be able to do that. That's terrible. That's a terrible system. So the cosmetics are again in if they are in line if they are in line with the they're in line with the earn rate of the rest of the game then I see zero problem with a casual player taking longer to get cosmetics and if you try and argue oh well they're trying to squeeze the casual player for money I would strongly disagree with that I would say that's not true at all you're playing the game and earning things at the proper pace and that's exactly how it's supposed to work that's exactly how it's supposed to work so I can't create the torrent can I create the cloudburst no you have to do challenges to unlock these I think and I need more of the chimeric alloy Uh, next question Nick Von Cannon, since strongholds are more akin to Nightfall Strikes in Destiny, what do you think about Anthem raids will be like? There's not been anything confirmed about raids, uh, so I would say we need to wait and uh, and see. We need to wait and see, because at this point, at this point, we don't know. 
Uh, we don't know if there are going to be raids. Now, there are people saying they have confirmed raids, they haven't confirmed raids. Uh, I, I don't I don't like getting into that. I don't like getting into that because I think that leads to... Um, that can lead to a lot of confusion and people are like, well, Lono said they were raids, so like, I don't like to confirm things that aren't confirmed. Shiako says, I noticed they have a wonderful colorblind mode options. Uh, this is someone who is colorblind and I'm very happy. Do you think they will continue to offer options for people that may have visual impairments? I'm pretty sure that's becoming a, um, a much more uh, standardized thing in games now is uh is colorblind mode i think that's becoming more standard i don't know why they would add it in the beginning and then take it out that's typically something that um allows you to just always you just can always see you know you can always go in and do it all right i'm gonna load up the tyrant mine i bet you we could do it even though i'm talking um oh and this is still equipped okay interesting Next question, the Soto. Lono, what would you think about purchasing quests and bounties instead of straight up buying the gear? I don't know why you would make people purchase quests and bounties. I I don't understand why you would make people do that. That that's literally them like siphoning off content and selling it. That'd be terrible. Um so Again, if you guys are just tuning in, I am live. The demo is live. I don't always have the screen set up this way. I'm doing a question and answer session with the community. It's like an interactive radio show. If you like this, please click follow so you don't miss out on these uh, these these streams and segments. Merkzo, what price do you think Bioware could justifiably get away with the purchase of an entire cosmetic store at any point? Uh, should the huge upfront cost afford you all future cosmetics, such as an investment in the game? I mean, I could see them doing something like the Elder Scrolls Online and saying, if you don't want to have to pay like individual prices and this and that and blah, 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 if you pay this subscription fee, we're going to have all this stuff that comes along with it. Like, you're going to get a regular injection of shards. You're going to get a monthly, you know, javelin thing for, you know, four, you know, four armor sets every month, one for each javelin. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they want to start pulling the trigger on anything like that initially because you're just going to make people get upset. They're going to be like, they're, they're always, people are always going to misconstrue what you're doing or what your intentions are in this, in this day and age, right? That is, that is a, that is a, that is a common thing is people will, people will naturally say, well, this is scummy. This is bad. You bet they better not do this. You know, they got to get rid of this and they don't even look at it. So I don't think they want to take the risk and start shoving out, you know, micro options, um, until they really, really get the game off the ground. I would think, you know, at least wait six months and they could say here's the spending habits of the community here's some of the feedback we've gotten from people we feel like this this option will be you know a good alternative to feeling like you can never really buy you know any of the any of the micro spending um because if if you always feel like the stuff's just at bay for you like oh i can't get any of this stuff you know i can't i can't i can't get any of these you know these earnables um, man, I'm having a hard time right now. I don't know why this is so... I feel like it's maybe because we have it on hard. Maybe we did it on normal. I feel like I'm really, really struggling to be, uh, like, tanky enough. Um, and nobody, nobody's with me in priming, so maybe I went too far ahead. Xbox Myute says, You sound like a hardcore company, man. Are you being paid or sponsored? You sound like a presumptive douchebag. I am not doing anything right now that is sponsored. I am giving clear, logical, thought-out arguments, 
and I believe there's plenty of reason and backing to what I've said. I truly believe that, and I have said, I, I am committed to saying this is good, this is bad, this earn rate's not good, this earn rate's not bad, right? Like, if I've said numerous times, the question mark is not the price, the question mark is the earn rate. That It's a $60 game and you never have to spend another dime. Like, I don't understand what's so hard. I, I, the person who typed this has a small brain, clearly, because you're having trouble grip, gra- you know, coming to grips with basic logical arguments that I've made. I'm, I'm not even defending the microtransactions. I've said, we don't know the price, we don't know the earn rate. These are all things we need to wait and see. You know what I mean? Like, if you are familiar with me, and you are familiar with my content, you know that I do not defend games when there's bad practices in them, and you know I don't hold back if I think there's something in there that doesn't belong in there. So again, as I said on the outset, you sound like a presumptive douchebag. Software. If people don't talk about the leaked image, then they have thought about it. It's good iteration. What we uh, then we may have thought it's good at the iteration we saw. I don't really find twenty dollar armor set worrying. More the twelve dollar emote was a surprise. Well, what I was told when I went to the capture event, okay, um, when I went to the capture event. They said these are all placeholders, don't take screenshots. That was what they said, like, don't take screenshots, these are placeholders. So even the emote price could be just a placeholder. They literally just put something there so they could... Because I don't even know why they let us see it, by the way. It was like, clearly, you know, this is this is not meant to be seen yet. Why are you, like, why are you letting us see it? So, you know... And I think people are right when they say maybe they knew it would leak, they could get a feel for what people liked, what people wouldn't like, what people would accept, and then they can come back and look somewhat heroic and say, we're listening to the community, we're not, you know, we're not going to do, um, we're not, we're not going to do it at that, at at these, at those prices. We, we know, we heard what you guys had to say, you know, the prices were a little too high, and then they look, you know, like I said, I feel like they stand to earn a lot of trust from the company, from the community, when they say, hey, we heard you guys on this, we've made adjustments, here's where we feel the pricing, um, you know, should be good. And as Milo is saying, we don't even know if that emote was $12, the conversion rate's being assumed by everybody. People are assuming the conversion rate. They're like, oh, you know, it's $12. It's this amount. It's that amount. Blah, 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 blah. That's all presumptive and assumptive. We don't know what the conversion rate of shards to dollars is. Everyone's assuming 100 shards is a dollar. I will say that's a safe assumption when we look at everything. But again, the conversion and everything could be completely and utterly different. But what gets lost in this discussion when people want to call me a shill or anybody else a shill, what gets lost in this discussion is if the cosmetics are earnable, why in the blue frick do you care if someone wants to spend $20 on it? If you can earn it at a reasonable pace, then what's it to you if Johnny Disposable Income next to you feels like spending money? You know, I... And again, people are like, you know how EA is with microtransactions. This game will never get off the ground if they have bad micros because this game needs hardcore players in the mix. It's targeting an audience that will reject aggressive micros. We, the audience targeted by this game will reject aggressive micros. The, like, the game needs that player base to get off the ground, and it won't if they if they push everybody away by having by having micros that are in a bad place this is not meant to be a game where they get all their profit in the first couple of weeks this is a drawn out game 
in a couple of months, you guys are going to see if it's been successful, you're going to see why none of that could have worked. Right? Salty, they don't have 20 bucks to spend. Right, but again, if you can earn it, the earn rate's the question, not the price. That's why. The earn rate's the question. If you're... Listen, I've, I've said this a couple times. If you're super anti-microtransactions, don't worry. You don't have to spend any money at all. You can literally just wait and just earn it. Get out of the way, bro! He primed him and I tried to dead him and he kept stepping in my way! Um, so I guess I should have hovered above him or something. I didn't think he was going to perfectly keep strafing in my way every time. Uh, silver lining. At one point, the gaming community as a whole decided to accept microtransactions being in full price games as long as they are cosmetic only. Don't you think that's weird that everyone is extremely against this in Anthem? I'm not one for microtransactions, but it's interesting seeing the 180 from people. As I said, I believe YouTubers are just profiting from outrage culture and then they're just using EA as the scapegoat. Well, you know, you know what happens, man. It's EA. It's EA. Like, they're just using EA as the scapegoat to get money from outrage culture like that's the grand irony is waxing self-righteous and sanctimonious about microtransactions while you make money off of misinformation and profiting from out like manufactured outrage culture like do you really get to wax eloquent and self-righteous and sanctimonious about microtransactions while you make money off of misinformation and clickbait are you really are you really in a position to talk about what's right and wrong with respect to making money what's scummy and what's not like who are you mr clickbait like seriously like (laughs) like let's all settle down here and like wander away from being a hypocrite and and actually deliver in truth and accurate information and not falsehood and misleading titles Cruxley, outside of cosmetics uh how do you feel about the character level boost and increased experience consumables um, increase experience consumables. I've not seen any of that. I, I, I don't think that's a thing. Um, oh, are you asking me, how do I feel about that? Like, here's something that happens whenever that kind of stuff comes up. That's not pay to win because there's no PvP. You're, that's pay to not play. That's pay to skip. Like, I don't understand. Like, why would you, why would you... Li- First of all, I don't think that kind of stuff's going to be in this game. I don't, right? People saw crafting materials and they flipped out and then they made it clear. They were like, no, the crafting materials can be bought in limited quantities only with the earnable coins in game, not with shards. You can't like buy your way to crafting top tier gear. It's not possible. You can't like get out your credit card and make a bunch of top tier gear. It's not possible, okay? But if they suddenly had like what you're saying, like an XP bonus or something, and people would get all upset about that. To me, I'm like, I don't understand, number one, the type of player that would buy Anthem and be and be incentivized by that. Why are you buying Anthem and then paying money to not play Anthem? Yeah, man, here's my $60. Oh, what, I have to grind and earn stuff and level up? Nah, I don't want to do that. Here's more money so that I won't have to play your game. Like, what the frick are you doing? Like, I don't think those players are going to be in the player base, which means if they're not in the player base, I don't feel like those micros are ever going to show up because there's no audience for them. Like, that is always, to me, just such a weird, weird uh, system. I'm probably going to die here. Oh, I don't know what got me. I all of a sudden was very hurt. 
Uh, I ain't going on a little bit of a health run here. All right, we're back in business. Yes, I I don't think that stuff belongs in Anthem, but I also think you're not going to see very much of it because I don't think it's going to appeal to the player base that's being targeted. Um, it, you know, by the the style of game that it is. Most people that buy a grindy game like this, I mean, maybe casuals with disposable income could be like, no, yeah, I I'm fine with paying the money to skip all this progress. I want to catch up with my buddies, but that's just a slippery slope because then you end up with then you end up with micros that feel like you're taking advantage of people who have less time to play just so they can catch up. I feel like they have good scaling systems in place so you won't feel that motivation like, oh, I'm so far behind my buddies. You know, what am I going to do to catch back up? Um, I feel like they've they've got good systems in place that you're always going to be able to play with your buds. As far as I know, everything kind of scales to where uh, to where you are. Uh, next question. I don't want to waste this charge shot. I'm trying to find somebody to shoot uh, with it. Oh, there we go. Up there. Morgan Lee, what are your thoughts if Bioware EA followed DE's early example and presented their pricing for items model and why they think it's fair, then ask the community what they think is fair. I'm anticipating the theme up to this point has been transparency back and forth. Blogs ask me anything about Anthem. They've been tweeting back to people asking about that picture and asking about the microtransactions. They've been very, very clear um, and very, very transparent. I don't think that's going to change. So my... My prediction is there will be some type of communication about the micros before the full game launches. I think they have a vested interest in, in doing that. I do. Uh, Wes Scandal says, I heard that the average age of a gamer is now 35 on 36. Is it possible that the folks making most of the noise about micros are just young uh, and they're lacking individual and disposable income that the older people have? I don't know. I mean, if the average age of gamers is 35, then who are the people watching YouTube about video games and getting up in an uproar? Like, you're, you're creating two different audiences, and I don't think there's that sharp of a divide, right? Well, here's all the average age of gamers, you know, 28 to 35, but people viewing, you know, YouTube videos about video games, they're all, like, impressionable teenagers that are, you know, just making up complaints. I think there are younger, more impressionable, more let's go along with the mob people in the mix. But I also think there are very passionate 28 and 30 and 35 year olds that get really upset because this is their hobby. They love it. They're passionate about it and they'll defend it to the metaphorical death. Like they'll defend it to the death. And I think that a lot of the times they're they're not here's something that we need to understand outrage culture is something that is typically promoted and provoked and brought about by people in positions of influence right you know what i mean it's not like people that love video games are like you know what i want to do right now i want to go on the internet and i want to get mad that's not what they're doing but when they go on the internet and they're like, all right, what's 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 word on Anthem? What's word on Anthem? And they see like five videos in a row from tr- what they consider to be trusted sources of information spewing like half information and mixed intel. Well, of course they get mad. They're like, wait a minute. I was really excited about this game. What is all this stuff? You know what I mean? Yo, what's good, Maj and Tosh? How are you, Mo? So I I think a lot of it is is it, it comes from both passion and... I remember a, a developer saying that once, like, what do you what do you say to all the people that are giving your game lots of ridicule and saying lots of stuff? And he was basically like, you know, 
anger and frustration is typically you know something that stems from passion and enjoyment and that's why they're that's why they're saying the things they're saying and that's why they're they're getting wound up right they're passionate they love the games and so um here's the thing I've always said this about Destiny. People are like, oh, is Destiny in trouble? You know, the community's unhappy. I actually think a a passionate and loudly voicing opinion player base is a sign of health, right? Because those people are invested. They're interested. They're passionate. They're like, oh my gosh, right? That's better than apathy and indifference. Apathy and indifference is the death of your game. Nobody gives a frick. Nobody's writing blog posts or making videos or ranting on Twitter about lawbreakers. Why? Because it's a dead game. Everyone's apathetic and indifferent towards lawbreakers. But when you rant and rave on Reddit and the forums and Twitter about Destiny and about Anthem, that's actually a sign of health. That means, dude, people are interested. People are passionate. People care, right? That gets leveraged by YouTubers, though, to be outrage culture and let's get angry about everything because you stir people up. Next uh, question, Mutated Bunny. Not to do with my transaction, but I'm rather upset about uh, people getting to play a whole week earlier than most and not even possible for consoles. I'm not going to stay off Twitch and YouTube for a week, so the story's ruined and people are going to be way ahead of the game. Probably selfish, but it's a real bummer. I totally hear where you're coming from and I empathize with like not wanting to see spoilers and feeling like well great you know my daily you know viewing entertainment medium is going to be completely uh, sullied by you know spoilers I get where you're coming from but to a certain extent they have a commitment to both the reception of the game their business model as well as not really having to worry about twitch viewership like twitch viewership is always a part of the equation now but they can't be like well we better not do this because think of the children think of the people that want to watch twitch you see what i'm saying there are business decisions at play here they would like people to get their origin subscription stuff and when people start firing off like oh it's anti-consumer it's anti-consumer you can basically try the game for like what like a dollar or if, if the, it, you know, because, you know, SkillUp said you can sign up for that service for a buck right now. Um, if you don't want to do that, maybe you waited or maybe you already have it. You can basically try the game for 15 bucks. Um, that again, that again is getting lost in the shuffle because people are just getting, you know, up in arms about, oh, well, that's not fair. People can play before me. Um, I, I just, I always worry about what are we what are we actually getting mad about like you're getting mad about your twitch viewership that's okay but is that a criticism of the model lots of games are doing early access now that's becoming a standard in the industry why because it motivates purchase it works you know it's not a thing it's not a thing to uh it's a thing to basically I think it matters if there's like world's first races and stuff but this isn't destiny and I don't know if there's going to be raids you know, in the first, what, week? That's not going to be a thing. It's not like you're going to be watching guys laugh all the way to the bank like, yeah, man, world's first, woohoo, yeah! And, like, you're sitting there like, I can't even play, what the heck, you know? I get it! Like, it's it's a bummer to get to get quote-unquote left behind and that feeling of, um, of missing out, FOMO, feeling of missing out, I get that. Like, nobody likes to feel like they're missing out, but 
on the same on the same token, I think there's room there's room for them to try to promote their product and say we think our subscription service is a good service. And hey, if you if you if you do this, we'll let you play early. You know, the launch date's still in place. Somebody getting to play early doesn't hurt your experience. It's not a PvP game. It's not like they're going to be giving to, to to wreck your face in in some PvP environment because they got stuff before you. Uh, Eros S uh, Eros uh, TTV says I'm new here I'm sure you've answered this already but why is this game taking so much heat I saw the trailer for the game and it looks super fun yeah again I feel like there's a lot of outrage culture um, there's a lot of outrage culture there's a lot of there's a lot of manipulation going on it's more about I can get clicks and likes and 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 I can get I can get clout and relevancy by by basically leveraging the 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 pre-existing it's a pre-existing condition right it's a pre-existing condition there's a pre-existing condition in the gaming world to be like ea is blank blank blankety blank right just fill in the blanks and they're leveraging that pre-existing condition to get clicks on their videos and get people to say oh you know yeah this game is going to be terrible uh this game is going to be awful and i think the problem with that is is that most of it as far as I could tell, was based off of false information, bad information, incomplete information. And and so people are people are getting angry about stuff that's not even real, you know? As I said yesterday, if I if I told you guys the story about some dude that like punched a woman at the mall and I only gave you part of the story, I could get you all wound up and think some guy is a terrible villain. But when you hear the full story, you're like, wait a minute, like the guy was a hero, it was self-defense, etc., etc. So when you leave out information, sure, you can get people really wound up. Like, think about what's happened in the viral nature of the internet when people got all wound up about that guy in Africa named Coney, right? Because that's that's our, our activism of the day is tweeting hashtags. Um, people got all wound up about Coney and thought they're, you know, helping the world and it's just like that basically was a viral form of activism and I believe the same thing happens in video games I see the microtransactions in Atham like a donations I give for something cosmetic uh, as a thank you I mean every gamer is going to approach this situation a little bit differently I mean some people are going to say you know hey if they're giving me free DLC I have no problem uh, I have no problem buying micros every once in a while um I mean, I told people that. I said, I could see there being people that are like, you know what? If if I'm getting consistent, you know, content, I have no problem, you know, once a month spending, you know, 20 bucks here and then waiting a while then spending another 20. I could see people doing that. And the reason I could see people doing that is if you feel like you're getting DLC that ordinarily you would drop 20, 30 bucks on and you're not spending any money, I could see people saying, yeah, I'm willing to spend every once in a while think about it if you're three months in and they're adding stuff and you're feeling like the game's expanding and you're getting your you're getting a good game experience well you're not spending on dlc dl you know dlc and destiny it was like you know it's 20 bucks every time so you know you had to expand your 40 bucks for forsaken 20 bucks for curse 20 bucks for Warmind, uh, and then 30 dollars 35 dollars for the annual pass imagine imagine with me how much money is that right that's that's 40 for forsaken annual pass is 35 that's 75 dollars to have your experience expanded and 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 then a, and then a trickle of content that's 75 bucks that 
you could feel like, yeah, I didn't have to spend. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put some of that into micros. I don't care. This skin is awesome. My 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 character looks dope. This armor set is amazing. This vinyl is really cool. Like whatever, you know, seventy five bucks to have your the second year of Destiny trickled to you, you know, and people paid that willingly because monetized DLC is an accepted standard. I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years the the entry free the entry fee and then micros to subsidize the rest i wouldn't be surprised if we see that happening more often maverick or uh maverick says combos were in mass effect andromeda do you think anthem should include a three-part combos for combo chains uh or would it be too op i mean we haven't even played the game yet so i can't commentate on whether or not we need longer combos i mean i play when i play a stronghold i feel like the the limitation on how often you can do them is actually a good thing because it keeps things in kind of a rhythm um i don't know I, i i don't i don't have any issue with the the rhythm of when they show up Sir Uncle, Bungie did silent nerfs to XP gains to encourage frustration so more people would play for microtransactions. Do you think EA will do the same? This is a gross oversimplification of what happened in, in, in Destiny. There was almost zero motivation, even when those XP gains were throttled. There was still almost zero motivation for you to spend money on, on those engrams. That was not a significant part of the game at that point in time. Like the Eververse has never, has never been that way. Even at the time, I was still earning at a good pace. I was, I never felt like I had to spend money in, in, in Destiny. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of times stuff like that just gets completely overblown because people are, understandably, yeah, there was justifiable anger at that point because it was like, you know what? You guys didn't tell us this was going on. I, I think there's justifiable anger there, but I also think there's a lot of there's a lot of overstatement. Like you're overstating it. Like the the the, the throttle was there, but I don't feel like it really motivated people to spend money. And again and again, the throttle was on completely non-game impacting cosmetics that could be earned over time. None of that stuff was None of that stuff was game impacting. It wasn't power, right? It was there was there, there wasn't like some pay to win aspect that they were keeping at bay here. They were basically saying we're, we want to slow down the rate at which people earn these cosmetics because if you if it's too fast, hardcore players will have everything overnight, and then basically there'll be absolutely zero in there'll be zero rewards for like normal normal play. So and again. They got called on it and they changed it. So I don't, I don't know. I think that as long as communities are engaged, if anything, the Destiny community could really, really help uh, Anthem because we can be the ones that are like, "Hey, we've pushed back against this stuff before, and we'll do it again." Jay Chris, do you think games? Uh, do you think the game could be easily picked up by someone who's only ever played Destiny? I think this game is very accessible. I think this game is very easy to pick up. I don't think there's anything about it that is particularly challenging. Um, so yeah, I think you could easily pick this game up and enjoy yourself. The tutorials are really, I think, I think tutorials are really going to bring people into the fold of enjoying the the combos that's going to be key i think that's one of the downfalls that's one of the downfalls of the demos is that they didn't include they did not include the uh the tutorial 
for the uh, the combos, and I think that was needed um, to really, really stress what type of combat you're supposed to be engaging in. Um, oh, I'm going to die. I can't get away. <laughs> wow, that spider was angry at me. Why can't we just have fun and play the game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, people get really bent out of shape about stuff, and when you really slow it down and think about it, and you really, you know, admit and acknowledge that micros don't, you know, don't ruin games as often as people say they do. There was there was backlash and a lot of things that happened in a lot of games, and they've made a lot of adjustments. Now, in the sports games, that hasn't really happened yet. I understand there's a lot of criticism about about pay to win in sports games, but I think there you know there's room to let those industries change. But again, as I said before, if you have a willing consumer base, that's part of the problem. A willing consumer base is keeping those micros healthy. So you can be mad and say that it hurt the game that you you know you once love, but it's difficult to fault a business feeding in feeding a demanding a demanding and 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 paying consumer base. That's difficult to criticize from a business standpoint. I try to approach things from a business mindset, motivating a company to say this is bad. You know, this is bad for business. You don't want to do this. This is going to frustrate the players. You're going to lose player base. You're going to have people, you know, walking away from the game, and that's a bad thing. Oh, I was a little late on the combo. Let me see if I can get a combo here. No. I'm having a hard time getting combos here. It's really hard to land he, when he's on fire. Like, I have to time it a little bit better. Uh, I'm waiting. If you watch the symbol up above, if we could just get him to... Uh, he, he doesn't prime for very long. He does not prime for very long. I think I think the default non-prime abilities are going to become really important for certain boss fights just so you can do raw damage. Uh... Meniso says, how many prime death skills can be equipped at one time? So everybody's everybody's melee is a detonator except for the ranger. His is a primer, an electric primer. So that's a, that's an automatic debt for everybody except for the ranger. Um, and then there is the, oh, you frick, Milo, you're too good. Um, and then there is the... Uh, the two abilities, your assault ability and your grenade ability, and then you have your support ability, and then you have your ult. Pretty much all the ults are um, detonators, but the storm is a combination instead. Priming? Yeah, you primed and deaded. You deaded before I could I could hit them. I didn't get a combo. You, they literally died. I think they're too weak. I think they're too weak for your attack. <laughs> You're priming them and they're dying like right away. It's not a big deal. I don't care. I was just, I'm like, I'm playfully saying you're too good like you're I'm not able to get a combo off um yeah I'm not getting combos on him even though I am uh, I'm landing landing hits while the status effects are on there uh oh shoot this is bad I'm gonna have a hard time landing these hits yep mm. got one that one should get him that one should get him okay I got a little bit I got a little bit I I, I realized we were we had done too much damage and he was gonna move so yeah, you can have you can have all detonation, all prime, um, and then you can have all. Uh, there we go. I didn't get yeah. I didn't get a debt from that. I'm not getting I'm not getting combos for some reason. They have the lightning effect above them, and my attack is must be hitting one in the group that's not or something. I don't know. Next question. Uh, 
Salty Scrub Life. What do you think about raid loot cosmetics that can be earned by doing endgame content? Yeah, I touched on this a little bit ago. I actually would like it if there was something in the game like that. That uh, the other Colossus is taking all the combos. Okay, yeah, he must be shooting just before me. Um, Yeah, I mean... I would love there to be an environment that you could go into where you can get loot that nobody can buy. I think there's a lot of room in the game for that. I think there's so much room in the game for that. You could definitely say, you know, hey, we have cosmetics that can be purchased, but we also have cosmetics that cannot be purchased, like, ever. Um, I think that's important as well. Now, I'm not going to die on that hill and be like, there better be cosmetics that cannot be, you know, purchased and only earned from endgame content. You know, I the, see guns are supplementary, but you know, guns can be very, very strong as well. Um, so, good fight. Good fight. That was a good one. That was just hard. That was fun. Um, that was a good, good mission. So yeah, I would, I would like to see that. I don't know if they're going to though. They're probably just going to keep it the simple tried and true statement of earnable, buyable, both. Merkzo says, what are your previous experiences with Bioware? Any favorites? I really, really liked, uh, the Mass Effect games. Other than that, not a lot of experience. I liked the Mass Effect games though. I thought those were fun. Obviously the combat got better and better. I did not play Andromeda though. Uh, zero. Could you please explain how the access to the open demo? All I'm finding is the VIP one, which is over. It should be totally open right now. You download it and play. I, there's no process. You just do it. You don't have to pre-order or anything. There is nothing. There aren't steps that you're missing. I'm not sure why that's happening. Um, thank you, uh, Toddy Bowman, for 10 months of subs. If this is PC, which controller are you using? Does PS4 controller work with PC? I'm not actually sure if PS4 controller is plug and play with PC. Um, Xbox controller is. I just plug up and go uh, because it's Microsoft. And we got a lot of good stuff here. Um, I got a a rare strike item, a Tempest Strike. Um, Rare Storm component. uh, And a rare Colossus Augment enhances heavy assault launcher. And then that's a universal component. I'm I'm getting I want the here's a railgun at 15. See that's the thing I'm not getting my uh, I'm not getting abilities from my guy. That's what happens is you get abilities for the other guys. Uh, Sasquatch says you have to enable it through Steam. The PS4 controller is plug and play. Okay, but you have to enable it through Steam. Okay. Sasquatch, I don't have a pl- uh, problem with micros or support uh, that system. Never spend a dime in Destiny, but uh, have everything. In Destiny, but I, oh, but in Destiny you have everything. Okay. However, I haven't seen or heard that you can get vanity items as loot. Does that mean the only way to change your appearance is the vanity store? No. I mean, I can show you in a second how it works. You don't have to go to the vanity store, right? It's there's the earnable currency of coin in the game. I don't know if I'm getting coin right now. By the way, I think they gave us like an allotment of coin, and I think I'm now out of it. Uh, so if I go to these legs, yeah, I only have five coins, so I'm not earning coins from the missions. Uh, maybe you have to do contracts for coins and you don't get coins for missions. I thought you got coins from everything. So these right here cost 25 coins. This is not how the pricing is going to work. Um, but you come in here and you just go and you say, okay, I can equip the ones I've already gotten and I can unlock other ones for coins. 
So whenever I come in here, I, go, I can go to my arms, my chest, etc. And I can change the way that I look like right now. That's that's my chest that I haven't equipped. That's the default. So I, I can do a lot of different things here with my guy. And you don't have to go to the store. And I don't have to spend money either. Like I'm getting coins regularly. And that's essentially what's feeding. That's what's feeding the... Uh, the you being able to do those things now i don't know if it's going to let me do i can i i can so i can craft a a rarity of a railgun of green but i'm not getting the chimeric alloy and then the blue you have to do challenges to unlock these i'm going to save those for another day because that's a little bit too involved uh, for what we're doing on stream mr anderson hey lono uh, i haven't had a chance to play but for me this game is hard to watch uh is it any better playing we just need to be able to turn camera shake off um, you can't craft blues in the demo. Oh, okay. So we can't go above that anyway. Uh, we just need to be able to turn camera shake off. I think it's really hard for people to watch because of, uh, because of camera shake. It's really extreme, both in shooting, landing, and, you know, flying and everything else. Uh, it's pretty extreme. It's pretty extreme. So they need to, they need to tone, they need to tone some of that down. Uh, and I don't know... If there, I hope there's initial plans for that. I really, really do. Uh, I hope there's initial plans to let us um, to let us turn off camera shake. So, I am very, very strong with armor and health right now. So I can't really swap out. Well, here's something I could swap out. That would increase a little bit. Uh, it would give me five to shield too. Um, so we can put that on. And I don't know if we can compare here and get a bump that's already equipped oh no it's not that's not already is it already equipped oh I think it's because I already have it equipped here you can't um is it 19 for the heavy assault it is okay sorry for the people listening I apologize yeah so camera shake needs to be we need to be able to turn that off it's uh so it's a little too extreme uh in my opinion Sneaky Sniper, what would you consider a good earn rate? It takes weeks to get a things from the store, two weeks. Here's what I've said. I can't give you an exact time. I have said there needs to be a harmony between the earn rate of the equipable items like abilities and the and the and the cosmetics so if there's a bunch of white and green cosmetics those should be fairly easy to get with coin like you should be able to get a, you know a, 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 a moderate amount of coin and be able to and be able to uh, to get that stuff done uh, same deal with uh, same deal with the level of cosmetics going up right so as you're as you're slowly really getting lots of blues, well at that point in time blue cosmetics should not be out of your reach. Now not all of them, right? But there should be a harmony between like I have a full set of cosmetic blue stuff that I think looks pretty dope and all of my equipable abilities are also kind of blue. You shouldn't be early in the game whites and green abilities and like, "Oh, I got coin coming out of my ears. I'm buying all the legendary sets. Look how awesome I look. All the epic sets, whatever the ranking is." So as long as there's not like a dissonance between, oh, Lono's played for three weeks, he's got all masterwork and legendary level abilities, but he still can't afford, you know, top shelf cosmetics. That can't be the dissonance. That's when people will start to complain and say, there's a huge disconnect here, man. I, I can't even, I can't even buy anything. And I, and look how stacked to the rafters I am with gear. Like this seems to be broken up a little bit too much. Uh, Neocash. 
What about a WoW type of monthly fee instead of micros? I just don't think a WoW type of fee would would work on console. I think there's been a very, very consistent uh, you know, response from, from people on console saying, we're just, we're not going to do that. We're going to, we're going to reject that. Like that's been a pretty, that's been pretty consistent. I I don't know. I I don't think people on console would accept it. And I think some of that's because there's confusion. Like they pay a subscription fee to Xbox and part of them would be like, why am I paying a subscription fee to set, you know, to, to, to Anthem as well. I think that's where like some of the confusion would come in. Uh, Flying Man goes, Hey Lono, I like that you bring logic to these frustrations that people worry about. I personally can't wait to see how this game unfolds, and I think people will be pleasantly surprised after a few months of the final release. My question is, how can people think that EA will make the same mistake they did with Battlefront 2? I realize anyone could repeat mistakes made in the past, but would probably be the final nail in the coffin. Right, and this is why people are like, oh, they, they'll, they could still repeat those mistakes. And I'm like, okay, let me ask you something. How profitable do you think... Just how profitable do you think Battlefront was? Did it do a good job? Did it make lots of money? Did that? Did the bad PR help the company? I would answer a lot of those questions like, no, I don't think it did that well. I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a very successful game. Um, you know, the, the the PR the PR was pretty bad, and in that respect, I think you're gonna you're gonna have in this in this scenario, you're gonna have a similar scenario of. You know, checks and balances in place to say, "Oh man, I don't think we can be here, Milo. I think we're too weak. Um, I'm probably gonna die just resing you." Um, it's the turrets. We got to get rid of the turrets. So yeah, I think I think what happened with Battlefront is a bit of a check and a balance. It is a bit of a check and a balance. Personally, I think that. Now that doesn't mean that things won't change down the line. Um, I think there could be things down the line that that change that change and then people could get mad but again that's why the community has to be unified in communicating and providing feedback and not just getting angry about screenshots that are unconfirmed and you know and everything else um, like I again I think the hardcore community that they're targeting is gonna make it hard for any of that stuff to get off uh, to get off the ground ready you know you're an idiot it did great I didn't say it didn't do great I said I don't think I didn't speak uh, authoritatively about it I said I don't think it did very well didn't like didn't they have stock value drop and stuff from that huge debacle like I'm fairly certain that there was stock value drop from the whole from the the bad PR of the of the of the battlefield stuff. I don't think it did that well. Now maybe it got better response, but I don't think that was a good. I don't think that, that, that when that happened, I don't think they were like, yeah, what a victory for for EA. I don't think that was considered a victory. I think that hurt. I think that hurt the company. Um, so why would they do it again, right? Oh, they've done it in the past. Yeah, and they really, really got taken a task for it. Uh, next question. What skill up video are you referring to about getting origin for a dollar? It was a tweet that he sent. It was a tweet that he sent. He didn't he didn't do a video. It was a tweet that said, um, you could you could try the EA origin access for like a dollar or something. So he was basically saying, like, if you want to try the game, if you're kind of like on the fence, then, you know, try the game out um, and see if you like it. 
Why? I don't understand. It keeps saying no out of ammo, but I have the grenade launcher out. So that out of ammo is is kind of maybe a little bit of a UI glitch. I'm frozen. Yeah, this area is really tough. Does anything make Anth- about Anthem make you mad? Um, I've not played enough to have anything make me mad. I mean, if they do stuff that we don't want, then yeah, I'll get mad. If they if they go back on if they go back on any of their word, then I'll be mad. Like those are things that'll make me mad. I don't think they're gonna do that. Like, keep in mind my argument. Here's my argumentation. Like, really, really listen to the logic. I'm not saying these companies are as pure as the driven snow we have nothing to worry about that's not my argumentation my argumentation is the player base will keep these things from happening we will provide the feedback and we will keep those things from happening like that's what i believe right that's my that's my view on it so i'm not i'm not arguing from a place of of the the the, the defending the companies i'm saying that the players are are going to keep this game in a good place the players that's my argumentation i'm counting on us i'm counting on you guys i'm not counting on the companies i'm counting on the companies to do what they're supposed to do which is make good business decisions and if they make good business decisions they'll listen to the community these are things that I believe are are in place at this point with Twitch and YouTube and the influence and the and the strength the strength of the the strength of the mob. The mob can be really really frustrating sometimes but the mob also has power. The mob has power. Just look at what's been happening, you know, anytime anything comes out that's that's controversial in the gaming world. So Fragile Boys, are you happy with the game just playing the game? I mean, I'm happy with it. I played, I went to the capture event. I played the VIP demo and I'm playing the free demo now. I like it. Elo Games. The table that came out for Origin being able to play on the 15th, do you think that people have it on Xbox should also be able to play it on the 15th as well? Unfortunately, I think that was a bit of a misstep. I don't think they should have kept, everybody should be able to get the 10 hours thing. If they want to give PC preferential treatment, you know, for whatever reason, that's fine. But whatever contractual background agreements that took place that like PS4 um, did you get frozen it was super glitchy for me like PS4 I'm sorry I might have said that backwards PS4 not being able to get any time is is I think a bit of a frustration I think everybody should have gotten 10 hours so then at least you could say listen I know it's a bummer that PC gets more but like you basically get to try the game before you buy it you know if you if you do the EA if you do the access or whatever the EA origin access so to me they that's the, that's the misstep i don't like that that P, like the playstation 4 you know can't even try it that that's a bother that's a bother to me i don't and that's that doesn't affect me but i feel like that's that's a point of frustration for people that are like man i've been following this game for how long and it's a bit of a strange decision i mean ea and xbox have had a good relationship for a while with ea access and i feel like that's kind of maybe feeding it but i'm thinking to myself man oh man like playstation has so many so many consoles in saturation you know they have so many consoles in saturation and you're 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 not you're not putting the best foot forward with uh, with that community out of the gate you know it's a Sony decision, not EA. Oh, it's a Sony decision. Explain that to me. Oh, that's right. Sony didn't want anything to do with EA Access. That's right. Okay, okay. So yeah, if you want to get mad about it, I would say that it's it's on Sony for not wanting to do EA Access and not on uh, not on not on not on them. 
Distracted nerd. Do you think they will ever allow us to respawn on our own instead of waiting? That's some feedback that we provided. Uh, it's it's really really frustrating uh, to basically just get you're just stuck. You can't at least let me crawl on the ground so I can get away from the you know the boss or wherever it is that I'm stuck. Like if my teammates can't get me, you know that's a, that's a problem. They need to look at that. It does seem really silly. There can be some overly frustrating if you're going to allow for deaths and reses then that system needs to be sensible and right now it just it doesn't feel very sensible you didn't take the tunnel for the secret event oh that back that thing that we did we unlocked a secret event i didn't even know it's a titan fight i don't know where to go i've lost my bearings is it back i think it's back here isn't it wasn't it on the ground Back here? I've, I've totally lost my bearings, Milo. I'm sorry. Or maybe it was over here. I, like, we did the, we did the platform, and then I, 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 I didn't hear, I don't have sound cues, so I didn't realize anything had happened. WT says, with this game having a heavy focus on abilities rather than gunplay, could you see them uh, selling some guns as microtransactions? The ability focus allow them to do so? No, I don't think they're going to depart from the simple statement of cosmetics that are earnable. I think that really, that's a really good statement to consistently just keep saying to the public. It's cosmetics only and they're earnable. Cosmetics only and they're earnable. As soon as you open it up to guns, like, why would you even sell them? They're not that influential in the game. I mean, they are, but they aren't. So... You know, it could, it could, it would just be open them up to criticism and, and player frustration for what purpose. Yo, Raphael, thank you for the brand new Prime sub, dude. I hope you're well. Miss you, man. Uh, will the game have chat? Yes, there's voice over IP, and apparently it's going to be automatic when you boot up. So not like Destiny. It's going to be, you're going to have to opt out if you don't want it. And I actually think that's the right call. Uh, Papa Smurf. Have they changed or added anything from the VIP demo? No, but it seems to be running a lot smoother. Xbox is having issues, but it sounded like that was related to Xbox. We got right in, um, and we're having zero issues. And Milo had one, I think, one crash, but no infinite loading, no 95%, no rubber banding. Uh, servers seem to be doing just fine. And what happened on the VIP demo wasn't really a server issue. It was a... It was kind of a, it was a netcode issue. They had plenty of servers and plenty of capacity. The netcode was rubber banding and disconnecting people, and then when they were trying to reconnect, they were causing instability. So that's going to do it for 83 question guys if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live I'm probably live right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage so come on in and hang out uh, look me up, say no to rage on Twitch if I'm not live when you come in, just click that heart button so you can follow the channel and not miss these, these Q&As if you want to take part if you're here live right now and you're enjoying this content, the back and forth, the interaction stick around, I'm not going anywhere uh, and you can push that follow button as a free way to support what I do, as with all of my content, I appreciate you guys watching and listening please like share and subscribe